Hello everybody and welcome back to the Real Talking Podcast, episode 6 today with your hosts Ash and JD. Well, that's it. What do you mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm still shocked by last week's intro. I thought there'd be a bit more. Well, I can do it every week <laughs> if you want. But, uh, you know, you'll have to bottle up with a few of yourself. <laughs> One day, mate. Yeah, so uh, I think... I'll start off today's episode. Have you seen the viral video of Arnold Schwarzenegger been in his pothole? No. Mate, it made me laugh. I think he'd fit well with all these rest of the dickheads fucking doing their own works because it took him pretty much all day to fill in like a metre's worth of a pothole. And you can see him, look, he's got full production with him. He's got fucking cameras there and his mates. And it's like the shovel's overly heavy. Like, you don't need a shovel that heavy, mate. You fucking. He, and he's, he's slowly dragging it around and he's pushing it back and forward. And uh, even a lady pulls up, like, what are you doing? Oh, that's amazing. Fucking God. And, and is this outside his house? Or it's it's well, in his house. So, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you wouldn't just run. Well, imagine if he did just run the, yeah. randomly do pops. Just somewhere that he could drop his tank <laughs> yeah. around. He probably yeah. made the fucking pop yeah. up, didn't he? Feels yeah. bad. Oh, no. So he's fucking. Yeah, he spills it in with him and his mates. And I just thought. Well, there's just no need. Like, to no need, yeah, a, the production of it. Yeah, because yeah. it literally is just like a zoom in of the shovel fucking putting the, the tarmac, pushing it around, and it's like, oh, God, get a grip, man. <laughs> well, I mean, fair play to him, he's doing something, but it, there's been a lot of them floating around uh, lately with these poles. There's some dickheads over here. Um, he's been putting pot noodles in potholes. <laughs> the money that you're wasting just to do that and he's, he's there like yeah this pothole's taken 25 pot noodles <laughs> and it's like what the fuck <laughs> just, just one night he was just thinking Obviously, I've got a pot noodle I'm yeah. sick of potholes I'm going to noodle those potholes I'm sick of the pot noodles as well but the cost of that would be a lot more than just buying a bag of the tarmac yeah the need a few king size don't you yeah fuck you. well you don't get much more of the king size no. anyway just, just a bigger tub absolute fucking joke yeah. and then speaking of prices 68p for a freddo now what the little freddo fucking chocolate bars that we used to get for 10p yeah 68p a fucking freddo now see i remember it was outrageous when they went to 15 pence well, and it was 20 pence yeah because it went up to 12p and then it was 15 and that. Do you remember the Taz ones as well? Yeah. Also, those Space Raiders crisps went up and they only get two for like 50 pence. Yeah, I think, I think I've seen them for 25p in some shops still. But they're a bigger bag now as well. So you can get the big bag, which yeah. is like the equivalent of four of the little ones for a pound. Uh, they're underrated, to be fair, as a crisp. <laughs> the little Space Raiders and the Transformers as the little cars mm. and that. I remember as a kid trying to put the wheels on her. Yeah, they just they'd never yeah. fit. Yeah, oh, on the road, especially with spicy flavour. Yeah, and the, the fucking beef. I'll be fresh. Oh, I didn't like the beef there. one. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. So going off the back of last week's episode with the paranormal uh, activities and stories, uh, there was another one that came to mind the other day that I've got. Um, not a personal experience. Uh, from mother um, so I mean it's been about 15 years or so since granddad died her dad and uh, I remember her telling me so she she was in bed um, and it was while granddad was in hospital because obviously he retired hit the drink and in the drink everything fucking started to fall inside of him so in the hospital just waiting to die basically and um Looking, so mum's in bed, and as most people do, they've got the, the glass of water or pop or whatever on the mm. sides. And uh, she just fucking woke up because it had just fallen on the floor. So she's obviously asleep, and it's not like she's whacked it around because she'd always have to sit up to be able to reach it off the little solid table. So it's fell on the floor, and fucking, she hasn't thought anything of it. She said she's got up, she's got a towel, and she's starting to clean it up and whatnot. And then like four minutes later she gets the phone call then granddad's passed um but as she's gone to the hospital with nan it was uh one of the nurses or the doctors that says as he was going he's reached for his glass of water like the little plastic mm. uh, cup of water and uh, he's knocked it off 
and that was his last movement. He's knocked his water off, and then he's just went. And so it was, it was literally the same time. And Mum always obviously associated it with his son having knocked his water off to say, "Yeah, that's that's me gone." Just weird, eh? Yeah, well, because it, it literally was the you know I can't guarantee it was the same second. It was probably he's fucking knocked it off past, and then fucking come to Mum and gone, "Woo, clean that up." <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, just a fucking another mad one. Well, there's no reason for it to have fell off in the first mm. place. Uh, and it's just weird, like, how they line up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, was, it was while she was cleaning it up. So, you know, within minutes of it happening, she gets the phone call from the hospital. Because yeah. they probably would have tried ringing Nan, but old lady doesn't know how to fucking use a phone. And to get out of bed to go and answer the landline would have took a, a while anyway. So, yeah. As mum got the phone call, yeah, fucking weird. But then that also reminded me of the time at my sister's wedding in that fucking oh, pub. Oh yeah, I don't know how. I, I don't know. Yeah, so that you actually yeah. had an experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story? No, no, I let, I let, I let you. So there. Just it was obviously a wedding, busy, and. The main reception bit where we was, the bar was just, around. Just two visits, yes. And it was, you know, I'm a bit antisocial anyway. And we was already at that phase where we don't want drinking around crowds of people. So since there was that little pub to the side, which was a part of the same venue, it was like, yeah, sweet. And yeah. to get our drinks from there, sound. And then we just, was it at the table? Was it the bar? No, we was at the bar and we was just having a little debrief about everything because it was a long day. It was coming... Like midnight, like midway through the night. Yeah, and it's it, still early enough. It, it, it was still early enough. Six o'clock. But like, for like the day, it was a long day. But mm. like, obviously, we're just relaxing. It was just after all the food, if I remember. Yeah. The bar was crazy. Let's go here. Let's just chill just, out here for just ten. Have a beer here. Yeah. And we're just recapping about the whole day. Yeah. And yeah, it was, just, it was just, just at the bar. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot about this. I know I had mine in my hand. Because it, it was Kiefer's it point, was Kiefer's, it? it? was Kiefer's point, yeah. Yeah, and I just remember just seeing it in the side of me up, just pushed to the side, as if like when you see yeah. these videos of the cats on the fucking the worktop or whatever, mm. and they just push a cup off the side. It just moved, mm. and it just went straight off and onto the floor. <laughs> How I remember it, it seemed, I can't believe I forgot about this last week, <laughs> it seemed to me like... You know when you see in the movies where someone slides a drink across the bar to someone that says, you know, in the movies yeah, yeah, can have another, cheers, and the bartender will just... Phew. Yeah. I mean, he's pouring glass. I remember him having a bit, putting it on the, on the bar, yeah, and that and thing just, just went... Phew. Yeah, just... Like, not unbelievable, but he just... To the point where we all stood back and was like, whoa! The ghost went into the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't having any stick anymore, Bob. Yes! <laughs> At least it was keepers and not ours anyway. Yeah. Oh, I can't, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember we obviously yeah, got another point for it. And we was telling everyone. And we were yeah. Like, oh, no. Nah, no, nah. there might be. I remember someone saying that. Uh, it was probably wet or on yeah, an angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't. It was dry. It was, it was dry and it, the, the bar it was, was flat. flat. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're not going to go nowhere and have surf beer on a like, decline. No. I mean, I have been in pubs where they are atrocious like that. But, but like. But to the point where you can put it in and slip off. If it was wet, yeah. Um, so if they didn't have the, uh, the the beer mat cloth things on the side, yeah. if they didn't put it on that, then you had the potential to slide it off. You know, I'll put up one point actually. Um, because it was a, a solid oak, not oak, sorry, solid wood uh, worktop, and it was never treated or never looked after properly. So because where you've got a, a crack in the middle, then over time the moisture's just going in and in and it bowed. Oh, right, okay. um, And so, yeah, if, if you didn't have those mats on there, and if it was wet, it would slide off of there. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't like that in that pub. Anyway. No. It was all I can't believe I forgot about that, because that bear did fly. Look. Yeah. Not, not, not like zoom, like, look, but like, to the point balance. where we stepped back and was like, whoa. Yeah. And he moved, because he fell off the end, didn't he, if I remember correctly? He yeah, yeah. Because we was right, right at the end of the bar, and he moved, I'd say, at least at, Meter, maybe two meters, if 
Because it, it was all could have, we've gone like circled around each other before. I remember. Yeah, correctly. it was a, it was a good distance because I know we definitely had enough time to. One so admire Yeah, and one of us could have easily crapped it, but it was just it was just in shock. <laughs> we could have just picked like dope. <laughs> yeah, but now we just stood there and just thought, what? You know what? The, I wish now we would have went back to the venue and asked if they got any camera footage because well yeah CCTV it, it, it would have been nice yeah yeah just just to validate that yeah but uh, no one believed us though we just fucking dismissed no. it which was a shame shame for the points and for the, the staff having to clean it up as well <laughs> yeah because I, I remember actually we was like we didn't do it he fell yeah. inside he fell inside yeah strange and so moving on from that then I had a thought the other day, because since the last of us, I'm seeing all these videos, there's apparently a zombie outbreak in China, um, and then there's reports of a fungus, well, the way that it is in the last of us, mm -hmm. um, and that someone's actually died from it. Uh, I think it was a scientist that's been um, actually researching funguses, uh, fungi for years. He's died of this disease that no other humans actually ever had before but with that i've just thought what if you're around it all the time you're gonna get it it's gonna evolve to be able to kill you um but yeah from that all these zombie outbreaks and that, that are apparently happening now i thought now's the time to ask what are we gonna do when the world's fucked and we are a part of a zombie apocalypse well you know that everyone's thought this at some point what would they do? And I'm sure like people would be like listening, being, I'll do this, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, 14% of Americans have a zombie apocalypse plan. 14%. Well, I think with the Americans, they have to have more of a, a plan in general because the, a lot of them they can get the tornadoes, the tsunamis and whatnot. Yeah. So they've already got a sort of emergency kit. And they have guns, which, yeah. Yeah. Which is obviously now sense ideal but yeah a lot easier so i think that and it's more vast so you can get it you can escape from it i feel there's definitely a lot of land actually. yeah so i just feel like i'm not saying it'd be easier in america but i think it would be they're i think def if, yeah, if, definitely got if, advantage, if you have guns it's easier 100 yeah. percent. you know but yeah uh so i think so are we what kind of zombies are we talking about here are we going are we going like shun of the dead like you know, lurkers, homers from Zombieland. Yeah. You know, just... Or we're going roamers are attracted by noise, then attack. Or if you want to carry on on the Zombieland theme, Hawkins, which is super smart, or the T-800s, which are hard to kill. Or we we having all of them, or just what ones are we going for? Well, I think they would evolve over time themselves, So they? we're going to have... So in this scenario that we're going to talk about, we're going to have all these. So we're going to have Romans, Lurkers, the Hawkins, and the T-800. Yeah. Because so. I think at first it would be of that nature, that they'd just all be... Um, Rom, like just... Yeah, uh, just roaming around. And then listen, then get smart. And then yeah. Get, yeah. I don't think there'd be a... But that would be like, yeah, start, wouldn't it? Potentially, yeah. If, if you wasn't mm. able to get on top of it and eliminate them all. It, uh, yeah, I, I think they would uh, just initially be... Not as slow as they are in Shaun of the Dead. I think yeah. they still have... Because at first, the muscles are still intact, aren't they? Yeah. You know, they've still got the same strength and speed that you'd have when you're a normal person. So they'd, they'd be able to run around, catch and kill. Mm. So so we're going... So so when he first... So in our scenario, at the first outbreak, we're going that they're still marble enough to start off with. Yeah, because... So there's not going to be lurkers or, or we just... Well, we, but I, I think it's literally just down to the individual that's being infected. Okay. Because if so if you're already, old, you're going to be a lurker. Yeah, if you're yeah. already unable to move properly, you're not going to be able yeah. to just have that ability yeah. once you're infected. So okay. essentially it's just... So, yeah, and would you have rules, Joe, like Columbus? Would you make cardio? Yeah, you, you, you definitely You'd have to have make to, a rule book. Yeah, you, you're going to have to start trying. <laughs> Double tap. Yeah. Easily, because you can't, you see too often, not just in the zombie films, but in all these horror films mm. and that, they think they've killed him, oh, and then they're not dead. Side note, <laughs> so, no, just, that is, the, no, no, we'll save that for another day, let's yeah. bring it back, bring it yeah. back, bring it back, yeah, so, alright, day one, 
day one. Comes up on the TV, radio, you're in your house. Yeah. What's your day one plan? Well, so I think because the news announcements would be saying, keep your doors and windows locked, stay inside, and wait for further information. So it's potentially the first week where you're living off of your supplies that you've got in the house and waiting to see what happens. Mm. The other thing I've been really thinking about this, if this scenario, how long would gas and electric and water be running for? In our scenario, we're saying two days or a bit longer? Again, it just depends on the reserves at that mm. point in time. If, if the, the gas tanks and supplies have just been so, filled, right. then we'd have... So in, in our scenario, months. we're going for a week's, week's worth, or is that too much? No, I'd imagine it would probably be a week at first. Yeah. And then... Uh, once it gets got to a point where staff and emergency staff, whatever, can't go to the power plants and whatever mm. to keep everything running, okay. that's when it would all right. So, so I just wanted to get a sense of like boundaries. So mm. okay, so day one, sorry, it happens. You lock all the doors, as you said. Yeah. What do you do from there? So yeah, you just wait it out because you you'd have to imagine that between the militaries and the police departments and that, that they'd be able to sort it out straight away because you'd think it would only be, say, no more than 5% of the population that's infected at first. So they'd be able to just dispose of them. But we're going along the line what, that they're all fucking idiots. Well, you're, you're saying that, but physics students of Leicester University calculated that in as little as 100 days, humans would be outnumbered by a million to one. And then, uh, what was that? And then, sorry, and everyone would be dead in less than a year. That's what their conclusion that they've come up with. Yeah, so that's going along the basis that the military and the police and everyone else doesn't know what to do. Probably Everyone's panicking, I suppose, now. And it's probably a moral thing. They don't want to kill the infected because there's mm. the chance of curing them and getting them back mm. to the matter that they are. But you just have to go off of the, the way that you you see it on the TV and the films and that that you've just got to fucking kill them. Mm. So so that's your day one. I you, think that's that's week one. That's week one. In, essentially, until you've got no food or water and that to continue surviving inside mm. your house, you've just got to stay in. But once once those provisions are gone, then you've got to start venturing out. Yeah. So see, I've I've thought about this loads because so my day one. Bit same but a bit different. Mm-hmm. Everything goes upstairs. Yeah. All the curtains, everything gets drawn downstairs. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, take all the tin food, run the bath, fill the bath up just in case, so it's maxed out, water. Do that to every sink. Mm-hmm. Fill every cup and saucepan with water that you don't need. Yeah. So you've got just when that water does stop, yeah, yeah. you've got a reserve. Then what I would do, I'd look out the window, top window. I'd write every other car that's coming out from neighbours. Mm. So if I know one of my neighbours has left and his car hasn't been there, it's all locked. Yeah. And that'd be obviously going for future preferences when you do have to venture out. So we day one we've got our same it's pretty much the same. You lock the doors, you yeah. wait out. So mm. going up towards week one. So say you've you've been in there for a few days now. What's your week one? So seven days onwards so you've done the week what's yeah. going on now so now it's a part of yeah go on sorry. trying to get out of the house mm-hmm. and then i'm talking myself up so obviously I'm, i've got i was gonna say what what yeah. what are you fucking flexing while you're going out there so i've, I've already got my toolbox okay. and more bits and bobs in the garage so i've got an axe i've got several hammers and it wouldn't be feasible but if i could figure out a way of using it somehow I'd have one of my drills the thing is though with that it's all close close range equipment so you'd have to be up in do you get what I'm saying yeah but this is why it's got to be realistic for us because mm. we in the UK we don't have the access yeah. to the guns mm-hmm. so we'd have to rely on those close, close object yeah. weapons you know I've got bits of timber and screws and stuff that I could make myself bats um and weapons with you know the nails and screws and whatever sticking out with 
So that I'd be doing that mm. towards the end of week one anyway, getting ready. And in terms of so you've got you've got it all up now. What are you wearing in terms of are you just it just putting depends layers on, on or it you depends put, on the weather because if it's hot no, yeah, but you can't it's hot on. with the zombies mate so like it yeah. did, are you venturing five minutes or five hours so like so yeah because again at first I haven't got but then if it's sunny wouldn't you go out in the dark oh I mean do you know what, you yeah. know what I'm saying so like so anyway all right. well, yeah so I wouldn't want to venture out much in the nights because depending on what these zombies can do but it's just the same yeah, but it's just the same as the day, isn't it? Like, it, obviously it's yeah. night time, doesn't mean it's darker. But it's visibility factor, because I want to be able to know, I can see a potential danger at target coming towards me from all mm. around, whereas at night it's harder to okay. see, isn't it? Because they could be walking okay. you know, behind a, a truck or something that's parked up. Right, you can't see. so let's just so say... It'd be more so daytime right. adventure. So let's just say it's your average day then. So yeah. perfect weather conditions, while you flexing. So, because I haven't got any, uh, like, a stab proof vest or mm. uh, any armour of sorts, like, you know, your knee pads, your elbow yeah. pads, a, a salting helmet, because I haven't got anything, at first I am just going out in the thickest jacket that I've got mm. to try and help any bites going through yeah. when I got to that point. And then I'll try and find those sorts of shops where I could get some of that, so like a bike shop where you've got the harder armour to be able to get some of that padding on you. And just hope that the shops and that haven't been raided too much, really, mm. because obviously we saw it with the COVID pan pandemic of how little there was in any of the shops and that. Yeah. And people start falling, start falling bog roll. I mean, if it's a zombie apocalypse, you probably would stop falling bog roll, to be fair. And you'd learn how to make it because you can't... Well, I mean... We can't because it's not in our culture and the mentality side of things. It's not nice. The force of wiping your backside with your hand. So it's, yeah, venture out, try and find whatever food and other provisions that you can do. And then would you bring that back to your home base? Or would you then think, I need to move from this scenario because there's, I've ventured out, I've seen my surroundings, yeah. you know, there's not enough here. I'm adventuring out. What am I doing? Well, if we if we're still able to be in contact with people, so if I was still able to call you, but then in, in a week you would say probably not. I would say probably not. I mean, I, you would think it all. Yeah, I think in that first week I'd be making these phone calls and that though. Yeah. Just well, so obviously seeing how you are, everything's all right, and then you know immediate family, more yeah. father and that, and then since we're fairly close. I'd be trying to venture to you and then, like, say, picking up mum and that as well so we can stay as a group and then finding somewhere, Sean and the Dead style, bigger that we can all lay together then to make sure strength in numbers. Yeah, and that, so that would be your week one plan? Yeah. So, so there's, in your week one plan, that's what you would like to achieve? Yeah. Okay. So the strength in numbers yeah. and it's just easier, so... You can split up, right, I'm going to check this shop, we'll check that shop, and then meet mm. back here, and then you know then, oh yeah, they're alright, no, they've not come back, let's go and have a yeah. look. And yeah, then find a, a, a big enough building, so, you know, like a pub, um, or a, a sports centre or something where it's easy enough to get a good few people in. I suppose, since there's plenty of them around, the old people's homes and the assisted livings and that, where there's multiple bedrooms. I know those multiple locked doors, don't I? Where yeah, you have yeah. to be buzzed in. Yeah, and it's got all the um, it's got your kitchen, uh, yeah, like big kitchens, and showers, that. multiple showers. Yeah, uh, a lot of them do have uh, like generator backups as well. Um, that would be another thing I'd find from somewhere, the little portable Gen solar powered generators, so we could charge up torches, radios, yeah. or whatever, so we can still try and. Uh, Stay in contact with people and definitely a lot of walk talkies. Yeah, ride as many right. of them as I could. Because so, my week one would be slightly different. Mm -hmm. I would, as I said, I'm lugging all the neighbors that have left and hasn't come back. Mm -hmm. So, week one, food's getting low. I've got my water reserve. Yeah, what I would do 
right the neighbour's houses, going off the back, going in. But that's assuming that they've already gone. No, no, but that's that's what I'm saying. I've logged it. So this yeah. car, this reg, is left from number whatever and hasn't returned. So yeah. I know that I'd only do them ones. Yeah. So I'm in, riding, coming back. Then hopefully that's my week one. Mm. Oh, to while out as much as you can. So going off to your, so that's week one. So you're, let's go to month one. Where would you want to be at? Also, sorry, sorry, just before we move on. Mm-hmm. So month one, you'd probably need essentials. So according to all that at interesting.com, what do you reckon the top five essentials would be for zombie apocalypse? Uh, so I'd say probably a means of cooking. So I've got uh, camping sets for uh, little gas stoves. Uh, it actually, mm, so that's not on the list. It, it kind of so tin food, so but not, food that's not biodegradable is on there. Yeah, yeah. So you would you would assume that you know you'd need that with that yeah, to cook you. You know, I know there's some weirdos out there, but you want to be able to heat up your beans. And yeah. Stuff, don't you? Um, but yeah, definitely your tin foods. Um, I'd love to say bottled water. Yeah, water is oh. one of them. With the way a lot of these plastic bottles are, they ain't gonna last for too long. So you'd end up going through the bottles sooner rather than later. Well, that's what I'm saying about the water reserve. That's what everything's for. Yeah, but uh, so again, going with the water scenario, then I'd be because of I remember it from school how to make a water filtration system. So I'd be able to get water yeah. from the rivers and whatever and get Filter. some fresh water that way. Then so I wouldn't rely too much on it. But yeah, yeah, at first you would you'd get as, as much bottled water as you could. Um, after that, really, uh... there's one that you've just mentioned that you would need to use that equipment. So your walkie-talkies they need to be. Yeah, so we batteries. Need, yeah. yeah, so so utility supplies, including batteries, that's like one of the must-haves. See, and that's that's why. I'd have to find one of those solar powered generators because a lot of these devices, same as the way your mobile phones are at these. But wouldn't that make loads of noise though? No, no. It's it's literally it's just a solar powered panel on the top that charges a battery. Oh, so not right. the generator. Um but I would look at that further down the road. But uh, yeah, it's just a big battery bank. Yeah. And so the solar power charges it up and then you can charge your walk talk, mm. isn't that? Because the way a lot of devices don't require double A's, your triple A batteries and whatever now, um, you, you'd need a means of recharging them yeah. because the last walkie talkies that we had work wise, it was just on a little charge station. Yeah. So you'd need to be able to do that really. Um, so you got three, so there's two more. One of them, one of them, I was kind of like, hmm. I didn't think it was. Oh, sorry, going back to utility surprise, a can opener, that's underrated. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that's something that when you're panicking, you're not like, fuck, I need this can opener. Yeah. You will need that. And uh, obviously torches, what you just said, and with the batteries. Yeah, the, the tin opener that I've got, because uh, it, it opens bottles and stuff as well, so it definitely mm. be a part of what, uh, as I leave the house, grab it because it's a magnetic one, it's on the side of the yeah. so I wouldn't miss it. Um, yeah, again, you know, the tools in general, because I, I say, I've got them, mm. they're, they're going straight into the van and that, so they're getting transported around. But so, that, that's saying that there's diesel left, fuel left, or whatever you're, you know, you've only got the range, or I think ideally you'd only have the range. That you, your van's got. I don't think you'll be able to go to the petrol station a week in, fill up, and it'd be too dangerous on the first few days to do that. Yeah, but see, I don't know if I've already mentioned it before. I know in my head how I'd be able to uh, rig an electric vehicle to be able to charge itself up mm. as I'm driving. So, so you'd, have to, you'd have to uh, down the line get an electric vehicle. Yeah, yeah, just you know, find it, steal it, whatever means you have to do but 
Yeah. Borrowing the anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> borrow with the intent to <laughs> never give back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as, I've, I've got in my head how I can do it because your normal, your normal diesel petrol cars, they have an alternator in them mm. that charges the battery as you're driving. Um, and the, the pure easiest way of doing it is where you've got your 12 volt adapter, uh, what used to be the cigarette lighters yeah. in the cars. You plug one of those in, and then I've got one at home where it goes into the 12 volts in the car, and then you can put your plug into it to say charge your phone, uh, boil a kettle, or whatever. So you have that plugged into your car, it's powered while you're driving, and then you have your power lead to charge your vehicle plugged yeah. in that at the same time. Now, fair enough, it's not going to charge up at the same rate, but you'll be able to get more mileage yeah. out of it, and then that's where your solar power generator comes in then to help charge it afterwards while you're in a stationary mm. mode. So there's two more left. One of them, as I said, I wouldn't have ever thought this would be on there, but I suppose some people would probably would be on theirs. Uh, clothes? You've got to be able to stockpile clothes to a certain degree. Yeah, but... And no footwear as well so a part of the clothes i agree you you'd obviously have to have some clothes down the line but no so the other the other two is first aid yeah so obviously it's not going to help you forget beer but look paracetamol and then the other one this is the one that hygiene equipment see all, so i wouldn't expect that yeah to yeah no not when i was seen that i was just like you would use yeah I, I would want to have as much toothpaste available as yeah. possible when you think about it yeah yeah to month one or so, 30 days in yeah where are you so at this point yeah uh going off the principle that i've been able to find uh, a big enough building like an old people's home or mm. something that i've been able to get the closest that i need to in there and we're safe um then it's because ideally i think month one is when food would start becoming an issue yeah i think especially with obviously in your scenario where you've got loads of people mm-hmm. more i know you have more people looking for food yeah yeah but obviously it's more maths to feed well at that point i've already uh, set up a garden patch now from what i know potatoes are the easiest thing to grow so i literally have a whole garden full of potatoes it's diverse and you can have you ever grown them. potatoes I've, left them in the cupboard and they've started growing themselves yeah <laughs> so the, so you'd learn you'd, yeah, yeah you'd, you'd learn. you try to learn this stuff yeah. see with me I, I think month one is when people start turning on each other 30 days in yeah there'd, there'd be a lot of that that's yeah. why you have to have your closest with you not interact with your neighbours or whatever yeah. that you're not really close with because you don't know them enough mm. so that's why it would have to be the closest to people mm. and then yeah, so I've already got the, the vegetable patch going. Um, and then, yeah, while you, you're out, you're getting your supplies in general, whatever packs of seeds that you can find, tomatoes, um, your, your pears, your apples and whatever, and then have that growing. Mm. So you're already starting to like, future-proof yourself. You've got that, that mm. potential farm on the go. Um, Again, with all that, I've, I've already got my water filter system set up, which at first it probably would just be, uh, as of right, as that, getting the Brita filters mm. and just sticking a load of them together. So I've got the rainwater going through, so I've got a constant new supply. I know it's not going to be uh, a constant supply overall in general because it's not always raining, but there'll be enough to be able to ration and mm. stay together. And, yeah, just get the rules into place that, well, yeah, We've got a so food to be able to last two weeks. So you you wouldn't move away with when once you've got everything that you've just acquired, would you 
would you move to the countryside within our first month where it's less dense or would you where you decide people some or the sports or just, that's that's your yeah it just there. depends on where the crowds are infected are well you would if, say it's if they've stayed local you would think not. it's silly the sort of when you the more you're in the city the more yeah so if, if they're in in a city area i'm not going to set up camp right by them but I'm one be yeah, but it'd be hard to find a sports hall or an odd people's home. Yeah, mansion or something. A building of that okay. type where it's got enough rooms to be mm. able to... You've still got your own privacy, but you're a part of a little community. Because yeah. I, I think, off the top of my head, it'd probably only be about 15 people, roughly, that I'd love to try and have as a group to start yeah. off with. Um, I mean, yeah, a, a, in the countryside, a, a nice mansion of sorts... That would be ideal because a lot of those do already have a wall around them, mm. so you've got some sort of defence and plenty of land. So that's me, my garden patch, yeah. my little farming corner. Um, and then it's a matter of yeah, getting the means of teams. Right, you're venturing out today to see what supplies we can get. Maps, you can't undervalue maps in this situation as well. A lot of people won't even yeah, know yeah. what a map is because they're just used to it as an app on the phone. But we're at that age. The old eye to Z. Yeah, we used to have them. Um, and then with the army background, as minimal as I have got it, I know how to read a map properly. Um, so I'd be marking off, well, we tried this area, we tried that one. Yeah. Just little X's. And I'd have several maps the same. So that would be... Yeah, do map. not go here like there's too many that are over there kind of thing yeah so one that I've, I've put marks on saying look Rob that I've, we've got all the supplies from there supplies from there supplies from there so don't go there anymore and we know what areas we haven't yeah. explored and then a, a separate map of saying Rob that's that's a lot of infected there this one seems mm. fairly quiet so it's a potential safe zone uh, and then one just completely blank so you still know where to go where you where you can go, just read the map in general. Okay, so in your month one, obviously, we've spoke about the zombies, but then you said you know you've still got the tools, and obviously now this time there'd be a lot more zombies a month in than there was a week in. Mm-hmm. So, what's your plan then, in case the mansion you all your accommodation you were staying at just got too dangerous you know you invested all your time putting these seeds and everything in setting up base and you had to go no time to get everything you know I'm just I want to cover this aspect so yeah so you've got you've got your accommodation yeah she goes you know she goes off and you literally just have to flee run away yeah because so obviously because your month one then hopefully I just want to get like a branch off of this one because obviously if that works well you could do it for months yeah I think while you're doing all the general prep of making huge proofing for food you've got to be sorting out your weapons as well so while you're raiding these shops you're going to find other things like your, uh, your machetes your odd swords here and there and more axes mm. um even, even though it's only a short time weapon with your bows and arrows your crossbows and that until you know how to physically make a sturdy enough arrow because it always cracks me up like with bloody Hawkeye in the Avengers it's just infinite infinite amount of arrows it's not you've got 12 in your fucking little pouch on your back so he does go and grab them back though you do see him on some clips I know he ain't, can't grab all of them but I know what he's saying yeah, so he shoots about 20 and collects about two yeah you're only going to be able to do that collect so many back so you, after a certain time you've got to learn how to make them and then they're not going to be as good as the ones that you've already got with the equipment so it's not a long time mm. weapon that isn't um, so that's why once you, you're raiding everywhere you're going to find these other mm. essentially you go to a, a Salco hardware shop a tool shop and get whatever tools can be used as weapons and then still make your own as well mm. now I wouldn't want to be wasting too much timbers and wood materials because you're going to need as much yeah. of them for potential buildings you're going to make in the future but when you go to a sports shop and you find these bats and that 
adapt those for weapons. So as an emergency ship, you've got to go. You've already got basic weapons that you can travel around with if you're on foot or if you have still got a mode of transport to be able to go mm. and you've got defence that way. And then just always have your general backpack of your emergency stash. Because um, again, at, at some point, you'd be able to get into an army barracks where they have a good supply of your ration packs as well. So if you could get those ration pack stall supplies, then it's, it's lighter on the weight, more room in your bag to be able to mm. travel and last a couple of weeks. Uh, so I'd have those emergency procedures in place. But with the building that I've got, I would be making sure that I've got a substantial uh, security yeah, system. Yeah, fortify. Yeah, so mm. you know everything's barricaded downstairs. That it's not. It, there's one way in. There's a secret way out, yeah. but it's not a direct door. It's it's an emergency exit of sorts. So you're only coming in and going out of one main way. Mm. But I don't know if we're fortunate enough that there's a, a window with a fire escape set of stairs on the side or something, then that's your way out in yeah. those emergencies. Uh, I think by that point, though, the main threat would be other little groups of Fractions. people trying to get, get in. Get in. Um, so, so that's the thing. It's It comes to a point where you're not just fearful of the zombies, it's other people. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. So you'd have to quickly really get it out of your head that you can't just would not attack anyone. If someone's coming at you, forget that they're yeah, yeah. infected or not and just whack them over the So you would you become the attacker? So what I'm saying is, you know you're playing that nice guy routine as mm -hmm. you know, if someone attacks you I'll attack them back. Yeah, I would I wouldn't Because there's never been a zombie that I can think of, like movie or series where they've played the aggressor. I think walk, I didn't watch all of The Walking Dead, but where up to I watch it, they was always the ones getting attacked and retaliating. Or, That's how it was most of the time. Yeah. Um, I've still got to watch the last couple of seasons of that, to be fair. But it was more so they'd only retaliate and then yeah. attack there. So would you be the aggressive? So say you, you know, you've travelled out from your homestead, sports shop, baseball bats, mm -hmm. walk in there, three of you, three of them, would you wait for them to be like, fuck off, or would you just be like, Michelle it? Uh, you'd have to just evaluate you'd... each individual situation, because if they're being sound and like, yeah, yeah, all right lads, right, yeah, mm. we're just gonna get what we can, we're gonna stay away from yours, yeah. then, just leave each other alone. But if they started coming towards you in that way mm. that they're going to attack, then you just have to go yeah. for it. And you've got to defend yourself and just hopefully win. Yeah. See, my month one is a bit different. So I would have stayed in the house as long as possible, rationed off all the neighbours. Mm. And then I would have got my golf clubs, you know, Drove to Costco. Now I'm driving to Costco only if we, if when, you know, this outbreak started, I knew Costco was closed. If it was open, I knew it'd be ready. But so say, you know, it came out overnight, and I know Costco was closed up. I I would try to break into Costco and live there, and just live off everything in there. Yeah, yeah. For a few months, but if not, I would obviously have to expand. The area locally, I'd still say local in the month one, mm. and just set up little markers. You know, look with a pen, just like on the number, like on the house. Just if I cleared it, if there's zombies in there, I can see through the window. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the maps. I don't even think about that. That that yeah, would be you. You definitely you, need maps. Oh my, like you would need that. That's just like yeah. the most holy grail thing you'd yeah. probably need. <laughs> I'm the sat nav king I am. I'll put my maps on on the phone for everywhere that I'm going. I'll, even if I know where I'm going, I'm still, still putting it on because with the Google Maps, it has the uh, updated traffic. Tra yeah. So it, it tells me if there's any roadworks or whatever. So 
have to have maps because I'd, I'd just end up getting lost. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's only so much general knowledge of, well, yeah. right, I'm heading to Manchester and then now I carry on this yeah. way, I'm going to head and, well, end up in bloody Liverpool or go this way, I'm heading yeah. towards Newcastle, whatever. Only so much you know. Really. And you would, you would assume that you'd have to stay off the motorways because obviously we're just going off what happens in the movies that's where a yeah. lot of traffic happens and then obviously there's now a breakdown the car's left there and you have yeah. to move cars it's a bit dangerous you want to stay on the country roads the side roads to get to your destinations which that's when the map is just perfect yeah it's okay so let's move on to month three mm-hmm. in the scenario that you've still got your homestead mm-hmm. your shit's growing yeah. thriving month three what's what's the plan where do you want to be in month three I think for a lot of this now it's, it's trying to make contact with any kinds of authorities like your armies governments are most likely for them um, so it's, it's trying to find out and keep in touch to see where we're at yeah. are, are we looking like we're going to get on top of the pandemic or is it just like everything's definitely fucked up? And I suppose how far it's gone. So it, yeah. let's say, for instance, it started in the UK mm-hmm. as it spread to Europe. And if it spread to Europe, as it spread to Asia, as it spread yeah. to America, South America, mm-hmm. I suppose that's a key thing you would have to learn. Yeah. Is it worth trying to get a boat or staying? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that information of how far it spreads, uh, is it a global pandemic? You'd be able to find that mm. in the first couple of weeks while the media, the TVs mm. and that are still live. Because here's another thing I've always thought, if, it, if it's like in the UK, I know what happens straight away, just get new. The country would just get yeah, nuked, yeah, just obviously. Get just in Ireland, it's so easy to isolate that, just nuke that off. Everyone puts, like, everyone would just set up ships, like, off the coast, like 10 miles off. Mm and just no one comes into this area, no one passes it. And that's what, yeah, that, that's what would happen. But we're going to scenario that maybe it's happened in a few places, it's spread quicker than you can imagine. Because otherwise that would happen, so. Yeah, it would have to be the way that the coronavirus. Yeah, 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 just. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it, if it was just isolated to the UK, it still would spread because mm. there'd be the royal family, there'd yeah. be the, the, like the highest of the politicians and uh, all these other people with money that would be able to get Flame time, yeah. And does, there'd be someone that's already infected, a mm. part of, even if it's just one person out of these couple hundred people that are managing to get off the country, yeah. there'd be someone that's infected that's just not showing the signs yet, and so it would end up spreading. Yeah. Um, and so it'd be how the rest of the world would yeah. also be there because they wouldn't be able to nuke everywhere. So in, in your month three, you're trying to expand, you know, your knowledge of what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, just, everything's going well in terms of you growing your own vegetables, your potatoes, your homestead's going well, you're thriving. Yeah. Then anything else? Well, it's it's still just because uh, you, you're constantly improving the security, making sure your, uh, your fences are sound, um, you, your doors secure, your windows and whatever, and building on your arsenal of, of weapons. Because um, you're not going to be able to find a bloody weapons expert that knows how to fucking get a, a, a kiln and melt down fucking metals to create bullets or anything. So you, you've got to make sure that your, your hammers and your axes and whatever, any, any blunt objects as a weapon is still sturdy. And any sharp objects stay yeah. sharp. So you're constantly working on that, um, and just just plowing through it, just surviving, mm. making sure that everyone's fine. I suppose you'd have a system at this point of a little bit of a, a round, um, so a, a little team that just walks yeah, around the perimeter. You'd have a community and a committee of, of rules and regulations. You'd have people yeah. would have, know their roles. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've got this team walking around, making sure there's no potential targets, mm-hmm. trying to break in or whatever, and just checking out for any infected, any of the zombies. Um, and yeah, just, just trying to find out as much as you can. 
because you need to it's going to get to the point then where you know or is this life now or is there a, a hope of getting back to how we used to mm. be so i think that would be the, the next couple of months really as long as i know that i'm safe and i'm, I'm keeping on top of any threats that are coming in that's it until we know where we are long step mm. um but where would you be so my month three as i said i think by month three i'd have to leave my where my house that I've set up for three months. Mm. I've rallied everything near boy. I need to move on. But if you was able to get into the Costco, though, yeah, if, if it was in the Costco, I'm chilling. Yeah, you're you're I'm chilling. I'm months, good. And I'll, all I'd have to do is just where the doors is, just fortify it, just push everything mm. towards those doors. I'm chilling. Like it's got everything there. Bikes, exercising, clothes. I'm good. Hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good point dogs so obviously you've got your dog yeah, he would come with me yeah I've got mine would you get more no I'd just keep would, you, would I get oh, pick I've... up more dogs along the way yeah yeah so as so, you're going around and you find dogs that have been abandoned and stuff would you not keep them so in my scenario no because obviously if I'm in the Costco scenario no one's coming in that's it that, mm. that's me but in, in the sense that maybe Costco was already open and it's been raided, I'd have to leave my base and look. And it comes in, which direction do you go? Where do you go? Uh, so for me, I think I'd try to find a little village that's way off. You know, find a map, find, you know, a good village where it's not it's it's in my range but it's not it's not a 10 minute drive from anywhere and you only can go through through you know it's hard to get to but it's feasible yeah and try to get there and hopefully they have set up something like you've said where there's a home base because they've got the area that, you know maybe two ways in and out so they can just fortify it down mm. down the road a little bit yeah i do know a few little villages yeah like that. um and then obviously try to you know, get, join their community. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think that would be, my, obviously, if Costco works, and it's locked, and I'm in, I'm sorted, but mm. going after it's been ready, after my decision, find somewhere, hopefully it works, and, yeah, so, yeah, so month six, so that's our half year now. Yeah, so you, you've, you've already gone down the, the scavenger route, trying to, trying to get make the, friends, and get into, someone but, else's community, yeah, I'm the one that's got the community. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm doing it from because in the sense of you know your own space, you know what you know. If you're going to a mansion hundred miles away, you, you've done. Every, I know you've got the maps, but mm. you know you don't know what's around the corner. You know you could be there for two days, and there could be a herd coming in from from you know from from. From somewhere, so, yeah, is where if you're on your your homestead, you know the area, so you know if that was to happen, you know the best route, mm. and you know like you know just everyone would have to, uh, everyone's different, but you'd you'd know you'd have a plan set up, like if 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 something if shit went to plan, you'd have that plan ready just to escape. Yeah, and I think it'd be easier in your own place, but that that that's just my that's just mine. So yes. Yeah, so, Month six, sorry, you've got what? Where do you want to be? Month six, because your one in your in your thing, everything's going well. Uh, but that, you know, you're growing. So what I'm saying, like, what? What if it's not going well? Yeah, because it's all right to say this is, you know, I'll grow this, I'll grow that. But yeah, if if things went if things went sideways, then yeah, you you've got to do that. You've got to find another home mm. you, you, if you can find someone else that's already done the same got a little yeah. community of their own trying to convince them that you, yeah. you're on the same mindset and you want to be a part yeah. of it and con uh, contribute then yeah you have to do that um, because I always feel with little villages obviously there's farmers and I've obviously grow stuff so yeah. food would become easier because mm -hmm. you have people with that knowledge yeah so so yeah if, if it did have to leave then find another community to join mm. would be the top.
But it's yeah. saying everything's going well, but what do you... If everything's going, going well, well, then yeah. it's, I'm, I'm basically set up by month three, mm. and it's just a continuation of uh, improving the grounds that I'm on, yeah. making sure everything's running sweet, uh, and yeah, just make sure everything's fortified, yeah. and then still trying to make contact with any higher yeah. power that could give us information. I like the fact that we're going for like best case scenario and then like worst case scenario. So like say month six, that's your best case scenario. You're doing mm. well, chilling. Month six, what you like shit happens. So yeah, if, if you know you're getting raided by other humans that potentially got guns or the zombie herd or some TA hundreds, mm. you've got to flee. What's 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 the plan in your head by month six? So I think if it was. Right, I've got to fucking go away. I can't trust anyone apart from the few immediate people. Mm. Then, it, then it's a matter of I've already got several uh, emergency supplies um, and camping equipment. I would have definitely raided that as part of the initial yeah. rapids. And then it's just finding uh, a, a woodland area that's got plenty of natural camouflage. Just essentially trying to set up camp mm. in places like that. Yeah. Always on the run. Yeah. Making sure I don't get found, or if I do get found, I've got more general weapons to defend myself. Um. I mean, again, ideally in that situation, you find a nice wooded spot that you can set up those little traps. Mm. Um. But if you're trying to keep on the run every couple of days, then it's finding areas like that. Uh. It all just depends on how everyone else is. Yeah. You know, we've had a similar scare with the corona where people just didn't want to fucking do anything, did that? Uh, they didn't want to look out for themselves. There was a lot of selfish people that didn't care mm. and they still went out and fucking did whatever they want, had parties and stuff. So it would rely a lot on how everyone else is. But if you could find a, a good community and get in with them, it would strengthen numbers. Okay. You'd be all right. So year one, let's do best case scenario in terms of you are, you know, your homestead's doing well, it's growing, mm-hmm. more fortified, more defence. What, what's after year? Because obviously it's a year now. It's coming up to the anniversary. I think. What does it does it change after a year? Do you get this to the point where this isn't enough or? I think in general, because you've already got the knowledge of whether there's a potential cure for it or uh, if the numbers have gone down or if people are still getting infected and the the population of the zombies is growing still, I'd imagine you'd have that sort of information. So you'd have to sort of just, not essentially give up, but right, now I've got this community set up, we're self-sustained, as long as we can keep it safe, mm. just stay up, this is life now. Yeah. Still have a little bit of trying to find out, keep in touch with whoever you have managed to get in touch with, whatever scientists or whatever, still keep that little contact, yeah. but until you find out whether or not it's ever going to go back to some sort of normality yeah. where there's no infected anymore, just live that life. Yeah. No, I, I agree, because obviously, if more year one, I can survive in Costco for a few years. Mm-hmm. Best case, but say worst case, I'm about to move and I'm about to flee to community that we spoke about. You'd have to, there'd have to be a point where you'd have to send people out as far as they, they can go and just broaden your circle of search mm-hmm. and just, you know, just to make point of contacts and just to say, well, you know, up north's a lot safer than you know, we can bring our community up there. Yeah, eventually, because there would be several communities and you'd have to start training. Mm, you'd, and, yeah. Because, you know, the uh, most likely be, so I've already got my farm set up, um, so I'd have food to be able to trade, and hopefully enough water that I'll be able to trade as well. And then someone else would have, uh, someone that knows how to make clothes, so they've already got mm. loads of material, they've probably got a couple of sheep that they're getting the wool from and whatever. So you'd be trading food and other supplies. Um, medicines and that as well. Someone so would medicines would be key. Yeah, someone would have been able to stockhold them. Um, and most likely, if, if we was fortunate, someone would have a doctor or some sort mm. that still knows how to make your general 
voodoo medicines you know out of your natural resources plants and whatever so yeah it'd be a, a, a big uh, civilization of mm. trading it would go back to how ways were you know the old victorian times and before that before the well before there was governments essentially before currency mm. where you would i've got this right. i want that let's let's make that deal um and yeah i, I think that would be that would be the only way really uh at that point most likely my electric car that i've managed to rig is on its last legs the tires are fucked suspension's gone mm. and whatever so i would have had to have made a newer system of uh like a, a trailer a cart and then just push bikes yeah so like the old horse and carriage way but it's bikes now so you can it'll take a while to get from like say birmingham to manchester but that's what yeah because after you a year to, yeah, all yeah. the brakes be seized all the tires be flying every car you even if yeah. you had a full tank of petrol yeah and it know. doesn't matter if you've got a mechanic they're not going to be able to get the, all the supplies to mm. be able to keep repairing them so you'd have to get uh new ways of that because it's it's a lot easier to fix a bike than a car you know we can do it and we're thick of shit so yeah that would have to be the the longer game of that um i mean if you could get horses and other uh, like say donkeys or whatever that could do that load bearing that would help but then you have to see along the sides of that's more mouse to feed yeah um i'd definitely have a, a little herd of dogs because that would help on the defense of sort of things as well because if there was a little like well and that could hunt as well yeah uh and then yeah so if there's a herd coming or whatever you know they're, they're already barking but then again that might so that's the it positive attract, but it might attract as yeah, well but you're training them mm. you know lassie was a popular film well before we was alive and you know how many times did timmy get saved from the well <laughs> and uh it, it, it would have to be that sort of training yeah. role they know something's there come and notify someone you know dogs dogs are cleverer than us jesus christ you know so it, it wouldn't be that hard to be able to get them to do that and plus they'd be able to smell them wouldn't they yeah you could learn you could learn them and it's a yeah you know we've got these dogs that can uh smell cancer i suppose it would it would kind of like be you know you have to sniff at dogs when they have dead bodies that are buried you would assume that the smell would be similar to that being that they're yeah, yeah, dead and are rotting away yeah so yeah dog, kebab, kebab what are they called uh, cadavers cadavers that's yeah it. yeah so the, the dogs would be a good show um yeah I'd, I'd have to have them so yeah after the 12 months that's it that's life then yeah that's just the way of life if, if there's definitely no way that you know the scientists and the, the well let's say the governments are most likely gone but the armies and whatever if they haven't been able to get them off and find a cure or whatever then that would be be rebuilding a new civilization mm. um i mean be much different on the end of your 12 months no no obviously if i'm in costco i'm good if if i'm in a scenario where i've had to move and i've you know i've become a member of another society like a village scenario it'd probably be the same as well, you the end game would probably yeah. be the same. Um, but I'm just thinking, how long do you reckon it'll take before the zombies to die off? In terms of, there's no everyone that's alive is too well hidden. Mm. I think it depends on their food sources because they do actually need brains, yeah, or fucking human meat or whatever to survive. Can they only survive off of human meat, or can they survive off of eating? wild deer and rabbits and whatever cows and everything and then over these 12 months have they evolved enough to be able to uh catch any of the the wild rabbits and that to survive mm. on them uh yeah i think it would be down to that how how have they evolved and that's where you come onto mm. these other uh variations um but if, if the if they stay thick and they can't really hunt for themselves and fend off of other meats and whatever um then i think after a couple of years surely they've all died out by that point yeah the people that have stayed on their own and just wanted That's the streets well whatever, they're, yeah they've either been found and are dead or they've not been able to mm. feed off them so yeah over over a certain amount of time surely they just die 
because again there'd only be so much before they've gone through all of the, the wild animals if they can survive on them then it's that then do the wild animals get infected themselves we could branch off yeah, yeah. I mean that could be a whole other episode yeah I suppose if, I, if there was to the do like all the animals you just have no chance there'd just be too many yeah and I'd, I'd definitely stick to the Irish roots and just living off potatoes because I don't eat too much different variation of foods so uh, yeah hopefully it never gets to that mm -hmm. anyway but I think in general we've come to the same conclusion at the end of it yeah. if you, we can survive then, four year, then you just weigh it out then I suppose yeah we've, we've got to that point of having You've societies and new new world order yeah so uh, yeah I think hopefully everyone's still stay tuned and they agree with us yeah. but if they have got anything different then uh, send us an email I'm still waiting for you to send an email or a, uh, a tweet or anything um, so it's it's still the same socials the real talking podcast uh twitter's real talking pods uh real talking pod at gmail.com as well sending the questions what would you do yeah because scenarios because everyone's got a different opinion on this yeah, everyone yeah. everyone's what does everyone has thought about it. if zombies was to happen what the fuck would i do yeah there's got to be some psychopath that's listening and we're like Nah, I don't care if they're a zombie or not, I'm just going to kill her because yeah. there's no laws going on there. So if you're one of them, send us in. And uh, again, if you've got any ghost stories or anything that you want to just give your experiences, send them over. Uh, just questions or in general. general questions, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you want to know how big Ash's cock is, then just ask a question. You probably won't answer because it's tiny, but you know, just send it in. But I'm Akuda. Pod? It's a pod. Thanks for listening.